Welcome to the podcast. This is your girl, Edith Phillip, a.k.a. S.A. Metatary, your host, your girl, all the way from Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, coming to you this Sunday. This is a brand new podcast, and it's for the show called Love Talks Me. And the song you just heard uh, was a nice, beautiful worship song from uh, Justin Bieber, and Chandler Moore. It says, uh, the title of the song is You Are Enough, How He Loves Jaira. Wow, that was a beautiful one. I was totally blessed by it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Thanks for taking the time to join me here. Uh, This is the show Love Talks Me. Uh, It's a show about love, marriage, and sex. Uh, We're talking about how uh, to build these relationships. We're talking about how to uh, get more insight, how to be more educated, um, how to uh, uh, our do's and don'ts um, in the first initial stage stages of a, a dating relationship. Whatever relationships we're in, um, I believe our first relationship um, starts with God the Father. I believe as long as that relationship is in order, every other relationship will fall into place. So welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Welcome to this podcast. Um, This is your girl here. So first and foremost, uh, we're going to go uh, into um, love languages. That's the topic. So we're going to be talking about, um, um, I usually like to ask questions. Right, so I'll start off with a question. Do you know what your love language is? Um, what does that mean? Do you know um, what it is uh, you use the most? Uh, what it? What is it uh, or how do you communicate in your relationships? Uh, in today's world, because of technology and most of everything we do today is online, um, how do you uh, relate to that uh, loved one. You've met, you've gone on your first date, 
you've gone on uh, your first date, you've decided you're going to go on your second date. Uh, and even on your second dates, and then maybe you've decided you're having a third date. Now, what becomes, what now becomes your means and your form of communication? You know, there are some people that don't like talking on the phone. There are some people um, that talk a lot. There are some people that are a little bit more quiet and reserved, you know, so under the umbrella of love language, um, I believe will also uh, fall in place are different personality types. You have some people are introverts, some people are extroverts. And um, you know what they say, extroverts, uh, uh, I'm an extrovert. Uh, I'm sure you can tell by now, I'm a little bit more, uh, I'm, I'm louder, I'm more expressive, I'm out there, I'm more friendlier uh, and things like that. And then introverts are supposed to be a little bit more reserved, a little bit more quiet. Uh, introverts are a little bit more head thinkers. Uh, they like to process stuff and um, uh, extroverts are more outgoing and um, more rambunctious and in their personality. And once an extrovert is in the room, you can always tell. They would probably be the loudest one in the room. They probably be the, the one that has people surrounding them. Uh, they are kind of like um, they pull the crowd, they're more like a people person. Um, they, they find it easy to, uh, to, to, to make friends and things like that. Whereas the extrovert her personality is a little bit more reserved, a little bit more on the quiet side. Uh, they are behind the scenes processing everything that's going on around them. You know, so where do you fall into this bracket? And if you would know, I don't believe any one of us, are really on one full extreme. Um, I don't believe that you're just, oh, I'm just an extrovert. I believe there's a mix, like like we have a little bit of both going on. You you might have uh, some personality traits a little bit more. You might find a little bit more uh, depending on certain things. And then, but I just believe we have a little bit, a little bit of each, you know, some sometimes depending on your situation and what's going on. Uh, like for me speaking about my, I could be an extrovert. I do as, as I've grown, older as I've matured with age and time. I have realized that I am finding um, my introvert self starting to come out a little bit more. Um, I, I tend to uh, like more quiet uh, times now, much more uh, than I did before as an older person. So how do those things come into play uh, in your relationship? When we talk about love language, um, it is, you know, in love, love is um, um, love is very powerful. Uh, love is when we talk about love, um, is an emotion. It's a place. Uh, it, it's a place that um, uh, can excite your whole world. It's it's a place that that um, that's why when when it comes to love, you know, as we age, you know, you want to like you know tread carefully. You want to take the time to. Um, make sure that you're picking and choosing the right person because um, sometimes after we've said I do, that will not be the time uh, to reverse the clock, you know. So, and another thing too, where marriages are concerned, um, we want situations where uh, we're making them work, you know, and, and, and if you're already married to someone, uh, that's not the time to say, oh, uh, just because we had an argument last night, uh, I want a divorce, you know. So, 
um, where we uh, this show is 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 kind of a platform um, that's going to try and help us talk us into those places and and bring insight into those places where relationships are concerned. What can we do better uh, in love, in dating, in courtship, uh, in marriage to make them last? How do we get uh, good, productive relationships? Um, I believe, like I said, if our relationship with God is intact, I believe every other relationship even outside love relationships, even our relationship in the workplace and, and all the other kinds of relationships that we do get involved with as human beings. I believe all those relationships will be able to uh, line up perfectly just the way we want them. So today we're talking about our love language. Uh, what is your love language? Do you, do you like writing letters? Uh, do, you, um, do you enjoy texting? Do you like talking on the phone? Um, do you like in person? You know, um, some, some, uh, so many other places where I've uh, read articles and, and things concerning relationships, there's still people out there uh, that are old school, that still love the good old, um, you know, hey, how about I just pop by and maybe we'll go for a coffee or whatever. Uh, you know, I'll give you a call. Hey, are you free? Do you have the time? Can we meet? Can we see? So there's still people that enjoy that in-person uh, interaction. But Having said all that, with COVID, you know, uh, all that has been limited, um, all that uh, personal uh, interaction that we used to enjoy and have um, is no longer there at this time because of COVID, because of restrictions, um, we're apart and um, we can, most of us can't be where we want to be. Most of us have loved ones and people that we might be interested in. Uh, they're in other countries, other places, and we're not able to access them right away. You know, so how do we, um, how do we communicate? How do we speak our love language? Um, I don't know about you, but for me, I love writing letters. I'm so old school, I still enjoy letters. You know, I believe letters are such an old-fashioned way to fully express uh, how you feel. Some of the things, some of the times that you cannot express verbally in person, you can always write them down. You know, so it's always easy. It is easier. So that could be one avenue in which uh, we use uh, or a tool that we can use um, to express ourselves. If we find that we're more introverted that way, where we have a hard time, there are people that have a hard time expressing love or showing love, depending on their background, depending on how they grew up, the, depending on what love means to them, depending on what they're used to. You know, so all those things come into play. You know, so uh, in the season today, at this stage of the game, the question is, what is your love language? Do you know what your love language is? What do you like? What are you expecting in your relationships? So these are all things uh, that we can uh, uh, put together, highlight them so that we can make use of them more and uh, let them work more for us. I love writing letters. So every time uh, I have an opportunity, uh, I'm talking or to someone and I'm in a place where I'm talking to a loved one uh, of the opposite sex. Uh, I'm, I always find myself writing. I'm always writing a letter. I always, that tendency to want to write is there. I'm always writing a letter, you know. So what are your, what are your tools? What are some of the things uh, where technology is concerned? 
do you add or can you put in your resume uh, of your love life? Like, so what is your love language? Uh, some people, um, let's see, what are the other things that could be uh, love languages? Here's also something else that I want to touch on that's really, really, really so important in relationships. Uh, first of all, are you the expressive type? Do you like to express love? There's another thing that is really, really impo important that I, I want to talk about. The power of touch. So, 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 so important. You know, that's part of the power of touch, I believe, is part of a tool um, that we can use to grow intimacy. Um, holding hands when you, when, when you go out, you know, um, little, little things, such little, little things like that. You see, for, um, for me, my love language, I'm the type of person, my love language is touch. That is one of my major, major love language is touch. I like to be touched, you know, I like holding hands. I like to be hugged. Um, I love to cuddle, uh, things like that. Uh, and I enjoy kisses, you know, so you have to understand what your love language is going into a relationship. If you're starting one, if you're in one, if you don't have a love language, well, try and get one, create one. Um, I know that with COVID and everything that's going on, society has changed so much. But here's here's a little uh, insight. Um, and then we have people also in this COVID season where couples have being together because of lockdown and they're, 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 they're finding out that they're spending a lot of time together, more time than they've spent uh, in a long time. And uh, for some people, it's creating um, um, almost a little bit of a backlash because uh, um, you know people are becoming more tensed. Um, actually, it's so funny, the other day I read an article uh, about people in this COVID uh, the, the, the rates of uh, divorce inquiries have increased. It's just like, oh my gosh, wow, you know. Um, but because COVID has been so um, very stressful for everyone, um, another way we can uh, use COVID as an opportunity to build our relationships and not to break them uh, is to... Um, uh exercise the power of touch let us learn to be um uh, uh more you know let's let's learn to touch our partners you know some some people don't make any kind of body contact any kind of uh uh, uh, uh some people don't hug some people don't hold hands some people these are some of the things that we could increase or apply to our relationships uh, that can increase that level of intimacy. There's something powerful about the power of touch, you know. Oh, honey, my back hurts. Can I, oh, where, honey? Oh, back here, back here. You know, can, can I get a little bit of a massage? You know, and then, you know, you rub each other. All those little, little, little things add up, you know. So when that time of intimacy comes, when it's time to be in the bedroom, when it's time to to have sex. Now you know there's a difference between sex, having sex, and making love. Uh, I'm gonna have, I think, the next soon, soon, I will have a podcast on that. You know, uh, the difference between sex, having sex, and making love. You know, so there's a lot of things. You know, um, 
love is like a dance. It's like a, it's like a physical dance. It's like a spiritual dance. Um, it's like an emotional dance. And um, to add to that dance step, you know, um, there are different elements that go into it. We, we have to have the body coordination. We have to know the rhythm of time, sound, music, what kind of music we like. So is also the language of love. So also is the language of relationship. So also is the language uh, of the power of touch. Same things. When we when when we have okay, for instance, we have a day, a Saturday afternoon. And um, there's really nothing on the agenda. It's it's going to be an open Saturday, and you have two couples. You know, hey, honey, what are you doing today? My calendar's open. What? How about yours? Well, I'm not doing much today. I just have to run down to the store. I'll be back, and that's it. Well, we have the whole day ahead of us. What do we do? You know. So sometimes you don't necessarily have to go um, out and do stuff all the time. Even though, you know, you can spend the time uh, indoors. Um, give each other manicures, give each other, you know, honey, here, get the cream out. You know, let me, let me give you a, a pedicure, uh, a manicure, you know, that's, you're exercising the power of touch, you know, oh, honey, my back hurts. You know, I laid on my side wrongly last night and I'm feeling some pain. Oh, honey, is that a cookie? Get the cream out. You know, let me help you. Let me rub you down. Things like that those things add up because we're using, utilizing the power of touch, very powerful in creating intimacy. These are all the things that add up, you know, so when that time, when it comes time to make love, to have sex, that tension of the moment is not there because there has been a buildup. You know, sometimes when you don't, you don't um, create uh, moments uh, of love language, I'll put it that way, creating moments of love language, uh, of your love language, uh, creating moments of touch. Those are, that will be creating moments of your love language. You know, you're in the kitchen and, and, and or you're just, you know, I, I might maybe, let's say for instance, I might be in the kitchen uh, trying to, um, you know, maybe I'm putting the dishes away and, um, my my partner comes in and the love of my life walks in and hey honey how are you what are you doing oh i'm in here just doing dishes you know and he holds me from behind and grabs me real tight and gives me a tight hug these are moments of my love language our love language we're building and we're putting and we're adding into that pot of love you know, so later on, you know, maybe that night the children uh, uh, might be away or, or, or we'll get a babysitter for the kids and uh, or we decide to uh, have a night off or decide to maybe rent a motel and just, to, you know, change the scenery and give us a different ambience, do something different. You know, and we're spending the night in a hotel and, and um, you know, it's just like the tension is not there because we've spent all day, you know, building that language of love you know so when the moment comes it is it is it is powerful it is exciting you know but that extra tension of how am i going to perform am i going to perform okay is a little bit less stressful it's a little bit less you know so building on our daily language of love you know giving each other hugs giving each other kisses holding hands you know unexpected hugs you know, unexpected kisses, 
writing each other love notes, sending love emails, how are you doing today, just sending you a hug, sending you a kiss, just when you know that I love you, have I told you that I love you today? See, relationship and marriage and love, um, it's not easy. It's something we have to work at it. It's something where it's an investment. You have to invest in it. You get out of life what you put into it. So, so is our relationships. We get out of relationships what we put into it. Um, we, we can't always assume our partner, our love partner, or oh, she should know that I love her, or they should know. You know, there's the same actions speak louder than words. So sometimes just the things we do uh, can spell it out that yes, I love you, you know, an unexpected hug, an unexpected kiss. But this is something we have to try and apply daily, daily. And and let's be realistic, life gets busy. And I know it might not be every day or, or, or as often, you know, we're able to say, hey, honey, you know what, um, let's get a little hot tonight or let's do something um, really sexy tonight. You know, there are going to be nights where you come home, you're both exhausted, you're tired, and you're like, honey, I'm so tired tonight. Do you mind, you know, if we just go to sleep? But can you just hold me, you know, holding each other, falling asleep in each other's arms? Those are things, you know. And um, I, it's so funny. I came across an article today as I was preparing this message um, where it, it was asking a question, um, what do you feel or what's your opinion? of couples that sleep in different rooms. It's just like, wow. Um, I don't know, you know, sleeping in different rooms, see, sleeping together, um, I believe is part of the relationship, being able to uh, sleep in each other's arms, sleep in the same bed. Um, you know, there, there are many reasons too. There are reasons to why some people don't I sleep in the same bed. I've heard, you know, some people say, oh, you know, my partner snores and they snore real loud. So I'm not able to fall asleep, you know, so I go in the other room to fall asleep. Um, well, if snoring becomes an issue and and uh, it's something that you can, you know, let them fall in asleep in your arms. And when they're asleep snoring away, then you can sneak away and, um, you know, find your rest uh, somewhere else. But, um Falling asleep and just holding each other in the moment is so, so important, you know. And if there's really no reason why um, you should have separate rooms, uh, I encourage you to uh, sleep on the same bed, fall asleep in each other's arms, all those little, little things. Um, um, some people might see them as insignificant, you know, holding hands and, 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 and touching each other, hugging and and, and, and giving each other cuddling and, and things like that. They all add up, they all add up to the buildup. They all add up to our bank of, of love. You know, there's, there's a language, love has a language. Um, you have to find out what your partner's language is. When you both find out what your love language is for your relationship, um, I believe relationships um, can go a lot smoother. Uh, it does not eliminate conflict, um, but I believe it reduces the intensity, reduces the number of times it reduces. Um, you know, you can get to a place where you disagree and say, oh, honey, you know what? I'm sorry. You know, I was wrong. Um, you know, it won't happen again. You know, 
you know, please give me a hug and let me know you're okay. You know, so even our tone of voice, the words we use, all those things are so important. I believe uh, for relationships to be to be lasting, uh, to, to keep the fire burning, to be lasting, um, we really have to be intentional. We have to make sure we're minding um, our words, the tone of our voice. When we get in disagreements, remember that's the person that you're married to. Remember that's the person that you love. They're not your enemy. They're not a stranger. You know, so the way we respond and the and the way we interact, you know, should be even though we might be upset, you know, it should still be on a loving the 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 underline on the the on the 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 underlying tone there or the stone was standing on or the rock was standing on should still be love. It shouldn't be anything that's overly, overly, overly aggressive. And that's why I always mention, um, marry people that you love. He loves me and I love him. We got married. Let that be your story. Don't marry people for all the wrong reasons because if love is not the underlying factor for why you're married, um, when the storms of life come because they will come um you're gonna have such relationships have a hard time standing you know so let us make sure that the reason why we're saying i do is because we're in love and they are in love with us we're in um a, a love reciprocated relationship he loves me so much i love her so much we got married so let that be our story you know, don't say I do. Um, well, I, 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 I wanted to marry them because, um, you know, they're wealthy, they have money or they have, they're famous or they're this or they're that, you know, because sooner or later, um, the reality of the person that you married is going to show up. And if love was not the basis for which you married them and it was based on other things, money, status, those things with time, do change and can change so when they do change you now have a situation where you are no longer happy you're no longer comfortable uh, you every little thing becomes annoying and upsetting uh, you find faults easy and it becomes hard to forgive uh, and the list goes on so make sure the reason why we're saying I do why we're coming together is because we we saw them we were attracted to them we are attracted to them there's chemistry and um, and God will work with the rest you know so um, also putting God in the center of your relationship so 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 important because the day my natural flesh is going to act out my spirit man can be spoken to god can tap into my spirit man and say hey snap out of it listen that is your wife go say i'm sorry and make up don't let the song go down on your anger you see these are the reasons why godly relationships especially if you're a christian are so very important and vital uh, making sure that christ is the center of your relationship because this flesh that you see here will act out 
this flesh that you see here will have its moments where it can make a left turn. When you're so sure, it will make a right turn. Basically, what I'm saying is no one is perfect. There are no perfect relationships. The only thing that is perfect is being able to decide what you can live with and what you can't live with in relationships. And then the Bible also shares with us, live with one another according to knowledge. If you know a certain thing I do is upsetting, please don't do it. You know, some people uh, in relationships, they know and they find out what uh, their partner's weaknesses are and they keep pushing that button. Well, I'm looking at the time, time flies so much. Um, I pray that word is blessed. I pray you receive it. Uh, so learn what your love language is and speak that language to each other. If they love a hug, give them a hug. If they love kissing, do more of it. If they love hugging, do more of it. So until the next next podcast, this is your girl, Edith Phillip, AKA SMTTERI signing out. Love, peace, and harmony. Keep listening in. Uh, it's a pleasure bringing this word to you. Peace out. God bless. Happy Sunday. Bye-bye. Jesus, name above all names, wonderful Savior, glorious Lord.